It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Miami Dolphins finalized their first rendition of a practice squad for 2023, and we're talking about the players who stand out and why here today on Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting with Joe Marino. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I want to tip my cap to our everydayers that do keep it locked in on a daily basis because it is your team Every day. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase on last minute tickets with lowest prices guaranteed. The Dolphins made us wait, uh, which I, as a junkie for all things Dolphins and team building, uh, didn't necessarily appreciate. But uh, nevertheless, we have our first full practice squad for the Miami Dolphins. And it's a good blend, I think, of players that are viable call-ups, players that are significant developmental options for the Dolphins, and then players that are just at positions that you're always going to want to have as much ammunition as you possibly can. And our objective here today on the show is to look at the Dolphins practice squad in its totality, and they, they announced the second half of the practice squad yesterday, and go from there. Uh, we also have the Alec Ingold contract extension uh, that I will touch on in segment three as well. Uh, but let's start with the veteran players that the Dolphins have successfully added to their 2023 practice squad. As a reminder, you have six slots for players with unlimited amounts of game experience. And that's vested veterans. That's longtime NFL players. A guy like Robbie Chosen could have been put on the Dolphins practice squad. He was not. Uh, but the unlimited tenure players, based off of my math and my count, are the following. Running back Darrington Evans. Defensive end Chase Winovich. Interior defensive lineman Richard Lawrence. Interior defensive lineman Deshaun Hand. Linebacker Alexander slash A.J. Johnson. And safety Joshua Kalu. Now, of that group, if you told me at any point throughout the season that the Dolphins had to call up, and I expect them to, because you can call up up to two off the practice squad on any given week, and they could dress, and you can do so for any player up to three times throughout the course of the season. If you told me Darrington Evans got a call up and had to dress, if you told me Chase Winovich got a call up and had to dress, if you told me Rashard Lawrence got a call up and had to dress, if you told me Deshaun Hand got a call up and had to dress, you told me AJ Johnson got a call up and had, had, had to dress, and you told me safety Joshua Kalu got a call up and would have to dress for a game. It's a player that you don't wring your hands about, and I think they're all viable NFL talent, and that is the appeal of why the NFL changed the rule 
for uh, amount of players with amounts of experience on your practice squad. They expanded it by 33%. It went from 12 to 16. And all of these spots for players that could have any amount of NFL experience, these players would potentially otherwise, if they weren't a first or second year player, be out on the street and not be on a team at all. So this four spots for all 32 teams, it's over 100 extra players that maybe didn't make a 53, but they have some appeal, level of appeal and appealing qualities. And in a right fit with a right scheme or right personnel around them or in a small sample size, they can make positive contributions to their football team. Darrington Evans came out of App State um, was most recently with Buffalo, had a really nice 30-something yard touchdown run against the Bears for Buffalo in their final preseason game. Slasher-style runner, uh, speed. He's another like 4-4 flat guy, so not a big surprise there. He's a decently sized back. Uh, I believe he's around 210 pounds. So I remember scouting Darrington Evans coming out of App State. I thought he was a slasher. I didn't necessarily think the vision was... A great strength of his, but he's got speed. He's got sufficient size. And um, Miami, with the backs that they ultimately decided to keep before putting Jeff Wilson on IR, which happened yesterday, um, if he's your fifth running back, you you feel, okay, you know, th this is a capable player that might play special teams for you and would be a backup in a game if he had a dress. As far as uh, Chase Winovich, this was a former top 100 draft selection. Um, played at the University of Michigan. I really like this tape. I'm surprised he hasn't caught on uh, quite to the degree uh, where he's now bounced around between New England and Cleveland and now here in Miami on the practice squad. But when I reflect on Chase Winovich and the football player that he was, I think the challenges that he had to deal with was from a size perspective, he doesn't meet a ton of thresholds, but he is an upgraded version, in my mind, of a guy like Garrett Nelson. Now, Garrett Nelson's younger. Garrett Nelson is kind of a to-be-determined for what he's physically capable of doing, but Winovich came out in 2019. This is a, not an old player. He's just been in the league for three, four years and bounced around a couple teams. Uh, case in point, He's 21st percentile for height amongst edge defenders since 2000. Uh, 30th percentile for weight. His arm length is 20th percentile. So size isn't really his thing. But he ran a 4.59. That's 91st percentile with speed. His three cone drill and short shuttle were both above the 90th percentile. So this is an agile player. Just a little bit too much of a tweener, but so was Garrett Nelson. And. I think Garrett Nelson made a probably a pretty decent run to this roster, but the lack of experience and the lack of NFL experience. Well, now it's Chase Winovich as an upgraded version of that. And you don't really have any limitations because of the changes to the practice squad. You could keep him on the practice squad for as long as you'd like to. And if you told me how to dress and play teams and run around like his hair is on fire, that's what he did at University of Michigan. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, I was pumped that they got Rashard Lawrence. That was the one when I found out Arizona was cutting him, my ears kind of perked up. I said, man, we, we need a A-gap defender for this defense, somebody that I would feel comfortable with that's played NFL snaps. Rashard Lawrence 
was a fourth round draft selection out of LSU. And once upon a time was generally considered to be a top 100 prospect. And he came out in the 2020 draft, the same year that the Dolphins had all the draft selections in the world. Rashard Lawrence has played in 25 career games, and he's played about 500 snaps in his three NFL seasons. If you told me you had to get him on the active roster at some point this season, and he stuck, and he played 10 snaps a game as your backup nose tackle, this is the guy, and I'm pumped. Uh, I, I'm very glad to and relieved to find out uh, that, that he ultimately did end up getting the call. So I think that's a win for Miami. Uh, to get a player who I, I think can be cl classified probably as a replacement level player, but I, I think in a role in which he's designed to be a depth piece, he could be a potential quality depth option for you as the backup nose tackle with the intention that your nose tackle is really only going to play 30, 35% of snaps anyway. And then the backups really only going to play on third and fourth down short yardage situations and goalie goat situations. So uh, I think Rashard Lawrence is a great addition. Obviously, Deshaun Hand, who was here with the team, uh, had a lot of positive momentum, it felt like. Uh, A.J. Johnson, they they brought in late in the process. Obviously, the success that he had with Vic Fangio. And then Joshua Kalu, the safety uh, out of the University of Oregon. I think he's probably special teams' primary player. He's based off the math, your sixth safety. I think that's a good place to be where if somebody goes down for a week and you need to elevate up, if you elevated Joshua Kalu because Elijah Campbell can't go and you need special teams contributions, I'd probably like Kalu more than Rome McKinley on special teams. So I, I think that the vet guys that the Dolphins went out and got have a chance to be meaningful contributors for this football team. And, and I applaud what they've ultimately put together, even though some of it does not necessarily look like what some of the other players that were with the team throughout the course of camp. Um, you thought maybe we're going to ultimately end up in those spots instead. So we're now going to talk about the rest of the practice squad. There's 10 uh, non-vested veterans that we get to talk about, a number of rookies that are on this group as well. We're talking about that next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Listen, guys, we got to get you ready for football season. We have some incredible offers for you over at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5. Listen to this. You bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. And all customers who bet $5 with FanDuel can get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. So now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is super easy to use, and you can be on everything from the point spreads to player props and everything in between. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season with an offer that you do not want to miss. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund 
guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So young guns on this practice squad for the Dolphins. I'll give you the full rundown. Uh, wide receiver Braylon Sanders, obviously second-year player, was with the team last year as an undrafted rookie out of Ole Miss. Uh, wide receiver Raleigh Webb. Tight end Tanner Connor. UDFA stuck with the team last year as a convert from the wide receiver position. Nick Bowers, tight end. He's been in the league for a while but hasn't collected tenure. Uh, rookies on the offensive line, James Tunstall and Alama Uluave. Uh, those were two te- two rookies that were with the Dolphins throughout the course of training camp. They did claim, or, or they did add Chase and Hines as well, uh, formerly of LSU with the New England Patriots. Uh, they picked him up, and that's an addition that uh, I think has probably a little bit more ceiling than the other two players in year one. Then you have Cameron Good, second-year player, was the seventh-round draft selection by the Dolphins in 2022. Uh, Randy Charlton, undrafted free agent rookie, was with the team in training camp. And then Ethan Bonner, the corner from Stanford. So as I look at this group, I think there's two separate uh, two separate lines that you can draw in the sand here. I think there's a number of players like Braylon Sanders and Tanner Connor, and probably Cameron Good, who you can call upon at some stage of this season if your depth is severely tested. And you feel like those guys can can contribute to your football team. And Tanner Connor, somebody who is a nice insurance policy for what the Dolphins have in Alec Ingold. And I think there's some really interesting long-term potential for Tanner Connor to be somebody who is one of those positionless skill players. I think about what the what success Sean McVay has had in Los Angeles with Ben Skoranek, who's like a six foot five wide receiver out of Notre Dame. And they use him as a wide receiver. They use him as an H-back. They use him as a fullback. Well, you saw Tanner Connor doing some of that stuff in the preseason. And that's what really perked me up. And the appeal of a player like that is you come out and the opposing defensive coaches are going to ask what personnel they need to be in based on the personnel on the field. But if you have a guy who can line up at wide receiver or simultaneously line up at fullback, you have no idea. Are they in 21? Are they in 12? Are they in 11 personnel? And Tanner Connor, long-term, I think that that's maybe the mold in which I think he becomes the most impactful player he possibly can be for the Dolphins roster. Now, as a practice squad player, um, the expectations for this year are, are probably not so high, and rightfully so. But as I think about Tanner Connor, who was kind of out of sight, out of mind, we started to write him off or think maybe you get a redshirt year with injured reserve because he hadn't practiced and then he comes back and he does what he does in the preseason game where the dude was all over the film. That for me is is of the non-tenured practice squad participants that the Dolphins have signed, of the 10, Tanner Connor is the one who I think has the most obvious and direct pathway to being a meaningful player for the Miami Dolphins. Now, that's not to say, I know Uluave has a lot of fans, and uh, I think he performed admirably well as this undersized center. Kind of reminds you of Samson Satelli uh, as, what was that, 08 for Samson Satelli? Um, undersized, power's not really a strength. 
The question that I have for this version of an undersized center is how strong can you get? And I think that's why him being on the practice squad is a big win for Miami uh, because he just needs to develop his core strength, his functional strength, his functional power. Of the group that the Dolphins have assembled of non-vested veterans, I, I think probably James Tunstall has the lowest ceiling. Um, he's got some nice dog to him in the run game, but uh, the functional athleticism components are a struggle, and he's a big-bodied guy, and he, but he doesn't have a lot of flexibility. Uh, but at the end of the day, guys that are built at that size and stature are always going to get calls for NFL teams because you just don't have that size that lies around. I have a feeling that's probably a lot, or that that's probably Ryan Hayes' spot. And of course, Ryan Hayes got claimed by the Colts and the skeleton crew that they've put together over there. I can't wait to take every backhanded comment I possibly can at the, Col the Colts throughout the course of this season. And I would guess that tight end Nick Bowers, who's kind of bounced around the league but never stuck with a team, um, is, is that's probably the Elijah Higgins spot. If you would have told me you got Ryan Hayes and, and Elijah Higgins as the other two players instead of Tunstall and Nick Bowers, um, I am to the moon over this practice squad because I look at it and I really feel like Ethan Bonner, in, in the event that you had Ryan Hayes and Elijah Higgins, I would feel like Ethan Bonner, Randy Charlton, Alama Uluave are really the only players that would be on this 16 player practice squad that I would not think have any viability to call up for a game. Nevertheless, you still have about 10 guys that I think it's, it's a reasonable prospect, whether they're vested vets or not, that can be positive contributors to a football game for you at some point in un, at some stage this season, depending on how much attrition you get in your position rooms. So that's, that's not a bad place to be for practice squad. Um, I think this is a testament to uh, some of the changes the league has made recently to make roster ability more viable for fringe players and for the Dolphins to have to call some audibles, audibling Robbie Chosen as an example, audibling Ryan Hayes and Elijah Higgins to walk away with Rashard Lawrence, Chase Winovich. I mean, ju just the defensive line. I think there's four guys that you could call up any given week and you'd feel good about them dressing on game day between Winovich, Cameron Good as a special teams guy, Rashard Lawrence, and Deshaun Hand. And I would expect the Dolphins will use that. That is a big-time strength. I think it's interesting that they prioritized practice squad guys and, and kept the, uh, the actual 53 spots light, but I think that's also a testament to some of the versatility of these guys. Where Christian Wilkins, there's no doubt in my mind Christian Wilkins can play nose tackle. There's no doubt in my mind that Zach Sealer can play any A-gap and B-gap alignment. Raekwon Davis, they've kind of been billing as having some more versatility. We'll see how much of it actually manifests itself. Emmanuel Agba can line up outside. He can line up with two-point stance. He can line up with three-point stance. He can put his hand dirt and, and go inside and defend the B-gap. Andrew Van Ginkle can be on the edge or he can play linebacker. So I think you look at the versatility of the guys that they do have, even though they're light in numbers, and then you look at the practice squad guys and say, okay, here's your depth. I actually think they've got decent depth that is sufficient NFL 53-man roster caliber players. They got three of them in my mind on the practice squad. That's a dub. I got some more big picture observations and thoughts uh, that I do want to share with you guys, and that is what we're going to bring uh, on this episode of Locked on Dolphins as we bring it to a close.
The NFL season, of course, is here, and perhaps you want to get in on the action yourself and go to some games. Game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and you get ex exclusive flash deals for tickets on football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. So this is not just a football gig here. Game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and the same row, for less game time, we'll credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in just a few seconds. With two taps, you're all set, and tickets are sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your emails. Download the game time app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Terms do apply. Again, that is create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. According to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs, more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed. Had a really fun time talking with the Locked On Dolphins uh, subtext group about these practice squad additions as well. If you're not familiar, you could text Dolphins to 305-419-3924 and sign up for subtext. It's a one-on-one -on -one text line with me. Uh, you also have a chance to join the Locked On Dolphins subtext community, uh, where it's a group with all of the subtext uh, members who get a chance to talk Dolphins football together. We live chat during the games. Uh, we live chat during the day, uh, but it's a, it's a great chance to create this community and, and really build out uh, those of you who are as passionate as you can be for the Dolphins and, and want to have a place to be able to talk about it, either directly in one-on-one -on -one situation with me, with a, a collective group, or both. You can do that. It's a couple bucks a month if you like it. If not, you cancel the first two weeks free of charge. So that's Dolphins to 305-419-3924. Check it out. Uh, looking at this Dolphins roster, Am I surprised you go light at tight end with three and really Julian Hill being an undrafted free agent while Mike McDaniel was very emphatic that he earned his spot? That's one of your three tight ends. Is that a surprise? Yes. Yes, it absolutely is. It's the, the one turn for me after seeing what the Dolphins did at the practice squad group with the defensive line that I think stands out the most because of how many they carried last year. This bodes well for Alec Ingle, of course, who signed a contract extension with the Dolphins yesterday. That in itself is a big win. So the first thought that I have with the Alec Ingle contract extension is this. Never take a first tweet about breaking news at face value. Because I think it was one of the NFL Network guys, they tweet out, uh, Dolphins agreed to contract extension with fullback Alec Ingold, three years up to $17 million. And my first reaction was the Cosmo Kramer jolt. I said $17 million for three years. I love Alec, but man, they, they really love Alec too, apparently. Then it comes out, well, there's $500,000 in incentives for uh, 
each of the three new seasons on the deal. So then you cut it down. You say, okay, the, the, the base attainable is 15 and a half. Man, they still really like Alec Engel. Well, the fine print here is the up to 17 million includes this year's salary. So it's technically four years for 15 and a half with an additional 1.5 million over the next three years after this season in attainable incentive money. <laughs> they love, these agents love to get the best possible headline. So they will play funny money with the PR announcement or the text that they send to the insider to put on social media to make it sound as big as possible. And I'm wrapping my head around 17 million for three years for Alec Engel. My goodness. They really love Alec Engel and they should love Alec Engel. I think he's one of the unsung heroes of this football team. And then as the numbers come out and you're like, Oh, okay, this is a little bit more in line with what I was expecting. If you told me the dolphins were going to extend Alec Engel. So it's four years, including this year for 15 and a half up to 17 in total based on performance incentives. Big win for Miami because uh, they were number one in the NFL last year in 21 personnel, which is two backs and one tight end on first and 10. With the commitment to the run game that we are expecting from the Miami Dolphins, having either Tyler Croft or Durham Smythe and having Alec Ingold as an H-back fullback and having Durham Smythe with the ability to play H-back and move around and the versatility of those two guys from a blocking standpoint, not from a pass game standpoint, they're really going to be underneath players. They're going to be dump off players. They're going to be flats and the first progression on, on rollouts and nakeds, right? Like that's your expectation. But the versatility in alignments to block and effectiveness in blocking in space. I would expect you will see even a higher volume of 21 personnel for the Dolphins in first and 10 and across all down and distance situations than last year. And Alec Ingold is one of the straws that stirs the drink. Now, Tanner Connor on the practice squad, I think can be the backup player that you would call up in an event that Alec Ingold had to miss any amount of time. Of course, Durham Smythe can do some of this as well. Tyler Croft is well-versed in this system, probably can do a number of assignments and roles as well interchangeability, depth within the specific role that we have decided is most important for us in our tight end room. I have had a couple of people ask, you know, are you worried about this tight end room not being a complete tight end room? I do not care. I don't want you to throw the ball to Alec Ingold. I do not want you, well, if you're going to run RPOs off of it and you're going to be in power and play action pass and, and get him the ball underneath, and yeah, get him the ball in the flat, let him make, go make a play. I don't want you funneling 60 targets to Durham Smythe. And quite frankly, if you did have a stud tight end anyway, you'd get to the end of the year this year, you'd look at the target distribution and the hindsight thing to do would be to say, well, they should have thrown the ball to this guy or that guy more. Oh, they threw the ball to the tight end too much. They should have thrown it more to Jalen Waddle. You got your guys. You know who your stars are. Getting the right complementary pieces around it, in my mind, is much more important. And I think the Dolphins have put themselves in a position to be able to say that they did that. Now, whether or not it actually manifests, that's for the games to decide. And that's just around the corner, which I'm very excited about. So keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day. I'll be back again tomorrow. We got another one coming tomorrow. So plan accordingly. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We are out of here. Fins up.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.